Well, God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you, people of God. Welcome again to another episode of CBT Changed by Truth. I'm your host, Minister DK, and I'm here to excite you, stimulate you, and motivate you into the mindset of God. Hey, listen, let me ask you a question. Why is your hold, why is your life with God on hold? Why? Have you ever asked yourself the question, as much as I believe and as much as I trust God and much as I church, tithe, pray, fast, why am I doing all the things I've been taught, but my real life, my real life, and when I say life, I mean supernatural life, why is it on hold? Why is it stagnated? Why is it inoperable? Why am I missing now the things of God concerning my purpose in God? Well, the truth of it is, it's very simple. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the reason why you are moving in the natural, but stagnated in the spirit. So get your heart, tune your ears and your faith. Get close and listen. God's got a word that's going to change your life. God bless you. And I'll be right back. Well, welcome back to CBT Changed by Truth. Like I said, I'm your host, Minister DK, and I'm here now to share a little time with you to just get you, if nothing else, but to get you to open your mind. You know, as I sit around and I look at my life and the world around me, the news, my neighborhood, my job, my friends, my parents, my families, I look at all these attributes and things that are around me. I realize how important it is as a believer. And that's important. I realize how important it is as a man of God to be in the position now. Watch this to be able to produce or bring forth the God that I know. A lot of times in your life, what you'll find out is that God has so strategically positioned you in your life and positioned people around you and positioned you in your income and your employment and your friends. He has positioned you in such a way to get the glory out of your life. And if God ever gets the glory out of your life, people of God, the people that is affected and the people that are um, touched by the glory of God on your life will see the God in your life. And watch this. The more people see God in your life, the more you grow in God mm, to fulfill your life. I know that's a lot of verbiage, but the reality of it, all I'm saying to you is this. It's time for you now to accept the fact And the Bible tells us this. It's time for you to accept the fact that the things that you cannot see are more real than the things that you can see. And in this episode, we're going to so briefly and gently, oh God, and just cautiously talk to one another so you can understand that it's not hard to move the hand of God on your life. You know, I I remember when I first got saved and I was on fire for God and 
Oh, God, I didn't want to do anything wrong. And I went to church. I sat in the front pew and I praised God and I stood up and everything that they had to offer at the church that I was attending. I got involved with. I was desperately and I was uh, intentionally seeking now to become who I am in God. I would fast once a month. I, I would read the Bible at least five times a week. I ain't going to say seven because I don't want to tell you nothing wrong, but I would read five times a week and I would go to Bible study and I would get involved with the men's ministry and I would do evangelism on the street. I was doing everything that I could watch this to be who I was in God. And like many of you who are listening to me, a lot of you guys are doing all the attributes and all of the things now to promote your spiritual life in God. And why is that important? Because watch this. The more your spiritual life matures and manifests in your life, the more faithfulness, the more faithful and the more assured you become in who God is to you. But listen to me. This is this is what I came to find out. I don't care how much I prayed. I don't care how much I fasted and went to church. None of those things sped up my relationship with God. They didn't. Oh, I became more aware of scripture and I became more aware of church and I became more aware of, of what it was to fast and to be hungry and, and to turn my plate down. I, I became aware of all of that in the natural. But what I'm telling you is that in the spirit, it did not speed up my relationship with God or produce more of the glory of God on my life. How did I get to that point to this point? It's called living your life. There's something that comes with a child of God that happens that when you go through the scenario of living your life, heartache, pain, betrayal, sin, darkness, issues, divorce, depart, uh, getting fired from job. The more issues you go through life as a child of God, it begins to now do something to your spirit that nothing else can do. It begins to teach you that you don't belong to you. Hallelujah. It teaches you you don't belong to you. And many of us don't see the things of God because we're in possession of the very thing that we should never be in possession of. And that is your life. Which brings me into what I want to talk to you about. Why is your spiritual life on hold? Why is it stagnated? Why is it held up? Why is it inoperable? Why is it fruitless and producing nothing but a church relationship and a Bible study relationship on Sunday? <laughs> I love it because the reality of it is. If you're saved, if you've been touched by God, called by God, if you have a relationship with God, if you've given your life to God. And you're not producing the supernatural of God. You have to ask yourself the question, why? How can that be? Well, I'm going to share with you a scripture. And I'm not going to be here with you long because I don't want to take up a lot of time. But I, I do want to bring this to your, uh, your, the, the forefront of your mind. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, 27, it says that idle hands... Idle hands, H-A-N-D-S, your hand. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. Idle lips are 
his mouthpiece. Did you hear that? Idle hands are the devil's workshop. Idle lips are his mouthpiece. The reason why many of us are not seeing now, oh God, the supernatural of God is because <laughs> the things that we're caught up in doing in life, they have no correlation nor they have no connection to who you are in God. And so I'm going to take this from the male perspective because I can only speak from that perspective. There were times in my life where I was caught up on working out in the gym. I was caught up on trying to trying to promote myself in my job. I was caught up in trying to save money. I was caught up in trying to make sure that my car was waxed and I had everything in line. I had so many things that I was doing and they weren't bad things, but they were natural things that equated to nothing when it came down now. To my relationship with God. Why would I spend a lot of time waxing my car. And not going through. A moment of quietness. Where I can hear God talk to me. Why would I spend all my time. Going to in service and training. On my job to be a better employee. So I can get the spirit. Of my employment. When the spirit of my employment cannot heal me, it cannot it cannot bring me closer to God instead of trying to get the spirit now of the God that saved me. The reason why many of your lives are inoperable and it's bland as far as the spirit is concerned, because your hands are full of doing things that are stuck. God help me. Idle. Idle hands now. As much as you build in the natural, as much as you do things in the natural, decorate your house, uh, 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 make sure your lawn is straight, make sure your house is straight, make sure you dress good, you make sure your car is good, you make sure your finances is in trouble, you make sure your budget is right. And there's nothing wrong with none of these things. But I'm saying when they actually fill up the, the occupancy of your day, it equates to nothing. When God cannot be glorified in them. Idle hands, hands that are stuck, they're not producing anything. When your hands are idle, that means as much as you do with them in the natural, they're empty in the spirit. So what does it mean now to have hands that are filled now with the power of God, the spirit of God? You know, I find it funny that a lot of people who claim to have God and know God, when it comes down now to putting their hands on somebody who was infiltrated with a spirit, infiltrated with sickness, infiltrated or vexed with a demon, infiltrated with, with confusion, they can put their hands on these people who have issues and nothing changes. Nothing changes. How is it that now we are people of God and we have what we call the Holy Spirit living in us, but yet our hands produce nothing but our spirit when it comes down to helping someone? It's time now that we understand what it is to be full spirit and full now of idleness for the world around you. When you take time building your life and making sure you're constructed and you're straight and you're seen and you're safe in your own hands, that means you're stuck. 
because it is the job of the Holy Ghost. It's the job of Jesus Christ, the keeper, the comforter, to make sure your life is surrounded, not just with his glory, but with his purpose. And many people whose lives are surrounded with the natural are empty in the spirit. But when your life is surrounded by the spirit, which means you're surrounded by the purpose of God, that means the fullness of faith rests now in the confounds of your relationship with God. I need you to think about that. And I'm going to come back and we're going to go deeper now into when it says that idle lips are his mouthpiece. Why is it that you cannot speak change in someone's life? Because your mouth is not even working for you. We'll be right back. Glory to God. I hope you received everything that I'm trying to get to you because I don't want to be overdramatic. I don't want to be too forceful because watch this. I've come to understand in my life the impartation of the spirit through the spirit and the drive of teaching is what stays in your spirit when storms come. Hallelujah. You, you have to have a peace in the midst of a storm to recall the word of God. That's why I'm not so keen on a lot of emotionalism and a lot of hype, because when storms come, the first thing that leave a believer's life is hype and emotionalism. And so now I want to share this with you. Again, the Bible says that idle hands are the devil's workshop and an idle mouth or idle lips is his mouthpiece. Did you catch that? Idle hands is his workshops and idle lips is his mouthpiece. Let, let me explain to you how this goes together, which keeps the people of God's life stagnant, unproductive, unfruitful when it comes down to walking in the supernatural of God. It has nothing to do with church or anything. It has everything to do with what you understand and the power of teaching. When it comes to the word of God, idle hands, the significance to your hands being idle is the same transition transition to your hands being full of the world, but empty to God. If your hands, people of God, if your hands are caught up and filled and distracted with doing things that have no credit and glory in God. If you're working on your job all day long, if you're walking around your house, working around your house all day long, if you're doing things in the works of your life with your hand producing and being productive on doing things that does not bring credit to God, glory to God, then that means in everything that you do, you don't see any movement in the spirit of God. You don't see God move out of what you've done with your hands. You don't see God acknowledge what you've done with your hand. You don't see God lift up or glorify what you've done with your hands because your hands are full of idleness, of nothing that gives God credit. So what happens then because you didn't see anything of God, because you didn't lay hands on the sick, because you didn't cast out spirits, because you didn't give somebody a, a loving touch with your hand, because you didn't release now anything out of the works of your hand mandated by God. 
That means you don't see any movement of the spirit, of the wind, of the power of God. And when you don't see anything that your hands have produced for the glory of God, which causes the spirit of God to move out of what you did to be obedient, you don't have anything to say about it. Now, this is where we get into now. Idle lips now are the mouthpiece of the devil. The reason what would cause the lips to be idle of a believer is because you don't have anything to say to the glory of God because your hands didn't produce anything in the spirit or the movement of God. Do you see how the hands and the lips work together? So if your hands don't produce glory for God, then your lips can't testify to the glory of God. And if your lips never testify to the glory of God, your hands will never do anything based on what you saw God do. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. And idle lips is his mouthpiece. When you're not doing anything for the kingdom of God that you can do to produce the presence of God. You remember when I told you, if you serve a God that is all powerful, all knowing, he is the keeper of heaven and earth. He is the restorer, the redeemer. He's the healer. He's the shepherd. If you know that type of individual, if you know God that way, you should be able to produce him in your relationship. People should be able to see the God that you say that you know. You should be able to bring them to God or bring God to the people that need him. And the reason why people can't do that is because their hands now, their hands are not covered with his blood. And when your hands are not covered with the blood of Jesus, they produce no glory for Jesus. Bible says that we are God's handiwork created for good works. I don't care who you are or what you hear me singing. The Bible says we are his workmanship created for good works. Your whole existence was created now to do works with your hands to bring the kingdom of God into the forefront for unbelievers to see the glory of God move. And when people see the glory of God move with the works that you were created to do, their lips are not idle. Their lips become fertile with the testimony that God is still in the healing business. God is still in the delivering business. God is still in the miraculous business. God is still... Worthy to be magnified and his blood to be blessed. Glory to God. I, I want to I excite you and let you realize that if your life is filled with idleness, with worldliness, with carnality, with flesh. Then there is no supernatural in your life. I, I don't mean you have to be perfect. To produce God. I mean you have to be busy in God. To produce God. <laughs> Hallelujah. What do you mean by that? Pharaoh now didn't know God. Pharaoh did not know. Who God was. That's why God sent Moses. To bring him a word. But watch this. Even in Pharaoh's. 
Oh, God, idleness of God. God still used him in his idleness to produce the glory for all of Egypt to see. You don't want to be the individual that God has to use on the backside of ignorance to produce his glory. You want to be the person that God uses out of obedience in the works of God that you ordained to do to produce God's glory. Oh, I pray that you get this because it bothers me. I told a young man today we were talking and I said, I'm tired of people who say they know God, who who worship God. And they, they have the, 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 the spiritual life of, of, of saying that I'm a believer. And when people in the world, in the neighborhood, wherever they may be, who don't know God, need God, you can't produce God. I told the young man, I said, I'm, my father's still alive. He's still living. He's 72, 73 years old, and he's still alive. And I was talking to this brother whom I love, and I said, right now I'm telling you verbally about my father, but I could come to your house and I could get you, put you in my car, and take you to my dad. Or I could go get my dad, and I could bring him to your house. Either way it goes, I can produce my father because watch this. I have a relationship with him that will yield his presence because I know him. And any child of God who cannot produce or bring or manifest the presence of their God that saved them out of their relationship that they have with him, you got to ask yourself a question. Are your hands idle? And your lips idle. Because blessed hands produced blessed works. And blessed works produce blessed testimony. And blessed testimony comes from unidle lips. Glory to Jesus. So people of God, I pray that you get this. I pray that you understand that God is waiting for you to accept the fact that if you have not seen the supernatural in your life, if you have not seen miracles in your life, if you have never seen the wind blow that will move things that's in your way, if you're not able to call fire down and blood out of water to turn into blood, then your hands are idle and you need to get busy producing the works that you were created to do. And stop doing the works of the world, building corporations of the world, magnifying organizations of the world, doing earthly things that glorify uncarnal, ungodly, unsubmitted people that bring no glory to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for the people that hear this word. I pray right now, God, that you let them come to understand how important the relationship between the father and the son is. And just as important as the relationship between the father and the son, it represents the relationship between the hands and the mouth. Oh, I thank you, God. I give you glory that we have the power of the almighty inside of our breath. Give us the revelation, God. That we are walking epistles, we are walking oracles, we are walking and living testaments that you live inside of us. And you're faithful 
to your word, to your promise, and to what you have ordained us to do. Let the people of God receive this word tonight. In the name of Jesus, our Christ, Savior, and Deliverer, we thank you, God, right now for the structure that we are inside of you. For Jesus prayed one time, and he said, if you've seen the Son, you've seen the Father, which means that he gives testimony to the works of the hand of God. And God, give us the power to believe that we do the same thing in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. People of God, listen, I pray. I'm sorry I got excited, but I get excited because God is showing me so much of what he has in store for those who will believe him and whose hands are not idle and whose lips don't belong to the mouthpiece of Satan. Give God glory with your last breath. Give him glory with your first breath and always give him glory with an honest breath until we talk again. Glory to God, glory to God, and glory to God. I'll talk to you next time. God bless you. Hey, people of God, look, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I am so filled right now because God is showing himself in ways to me that does not make sense, but it makes all God's words true. And I want to believe God with you right now. That regardless of where you are in your life and what's going on, I want you to understand that your job, your situation, your living situation, your financial situation, your transportation situation, even your mental situation makes no sense. And it does not have to make sense for God knows all things. And as crazy as your life may be right now, if you allow his light to come into your confusion and your darkness and your unsurety. God can make you a living testimony that he still performs miracles. So be blessed, be faithful, be true, and always be you. For God knows exactly what's inside of you. Till we talk again, Minister DK, be true. God bless you. Amen.